Hey, good evening. My name is Amanda Napier, and this is my podcast, Stand Up. I created Stand Up um, from Ephesians 6, 11, that we are to stand and fight against uh, the enemy, that we are to stand and fight against the principalities, not of this world, but of the spiritual world that came against us and our families and everything. And so, you know, the Bible says when we've done all we can do to stand, when you've done everything else to stand, to stand on his word, to stand in him, to stand on his promises. And so just wanted to um, introduce myself. I've done several podcasts, but um, I am from a small town in Indiana. I've been a nurse for about 24 years. Um, I'm married with two children. My youngest daughter is special needs. And so um, the Lord laid it on my heart to start a podcast at the beginning of 2021. And I did that. And so I'm hoping that my messages are reaching people and touching them and blessing them. So today I want to talk to you about um, self-control. I want to talk to you about self-control. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And so when we are saved and we're believers in Christ and we're born again, the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. And so when we let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and pray for the fruits of the Spirit, self-control is one of those um, that I think is very hard as a Christian and as as a human, um, you know, to really to really like excel in or feel like that you're great. And none of us are perfect. We all fall short every day. The Bible says that, you know, we all fall short. That's why, you know, God's grace and mercy covers us. And so anyway, self-control. So I want to tell you what happened and it just, oh man, it hit me. And I don't know why, because, you know, sometimes I hear and see things with fresh eyes. I, I do know why. Um, I have really, really been praying. You know, I've been, I, I minister to, um, a homeless shelter and to a, a group of women. And so one of the messages that, you know, we started talking about were the fruits of the spirit. And so this one in particular, so we all have social media. I'm going to tell you this little story. We all have social media. You know, everybody does, even our grandparents have it. And so I had to get on, I, and I am not a fan of social media. Um, I feel like it is, it can tear people down. It's a great communication tool. It's a great, so social media is a great way to stay in touch with people. You can be, you know, all over the world, we can befriend people and, you know, keep in contact with people. But I, you know, have noticed, as I'm sure everybody else has, man, if you have a problem with someone, you can get on any platform of social media and just blare it out. Just put it out there, black and white, doesn't matter, you know, because social media makes us feel, you know, we're behind closed doors. Nobody can see us. They can read our wall. They can read what we're putting, but it's a, it allows us to put out messages publicly that, you know, are are hurtful. Some of them are, you know, happy birthday, whatever. They can be greetings and lovely messages, but I feel like what I read is about 80% negative and damaging and hurtful. And so what I want to tell you is, so I hopped on, I had to find something in, on our community, our community page where I live. I was trying to find an event um, to see what time it was. And so as I was looking at um, the church information and not my particular church, but another one in our community, somebody had posted a meme 
that said, if you're fasting and still gossiping, why don't you go ahead and eat? And so it was a woman um, that went to a church member that went to a very large church in our community. And, and so the comments below it are what, and this is why, you know, people say, oh, don't ever read the comments. Well, I mean, don't ever read the comments. Um, the comments below were awful. And so some people, non-believing, non-believer, non-Christian, non-churchgoing people were actually commenting, what do you mean? What is fasting? Are they trying to lose weight? What would it matter if they gossip? So here's my whole point of this message. You know how, how our parents and our grandparents used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. So that is exercising self-control. And what social media and a whole lot of other things have allowed us to do, even as Christians, is to lose every bit of self-control that we should have. Because if you get on social media, and I am not, I'm not on here, I'm not doing this message to totally bash, to solely bash social media. I'm get, I just want to give you an example. If you are okay with being a Christian and a believer and blasting that type of message out. And I've, I mean, I've seen way worse. This was just the, the most recent one, but it, it hurts me and it just eats at me because what are we saying to, to people? Listen, the Bible says that we are to be disciples. Jesus left the earth and he tells, you know, he told them, go now be disciples throughout all the nations. We are to be spreading the good news and the gospel. And for us as Christians to be slandering each other publicly, social media, what have you to each other, you know, that's, it's terrible. And so I just, I pray today, I, I want to talk to you about that, about self-control because the Lord has been dealing with me on self-control, but then seeing things like that, you know, we have to realize the damage that it can cause to a person that, and I know who, who of us have not heard one of our friends or a family member. Now you see why I'm not going to church. It's because people like that. Now, listen, we can say, you know, people can use that as their excuse, excuse, their scapegoat as to why they don't want to go to church, but why give them a reason as Christians? Why are we giving, why are we handing people a pass? Because if we can't act any better, why should they even come? I know people that don't go to church that act better than, than Christians, that people who are in the, the house of God. What does, you know, what is that saying? What are, what kind of message are we, are we handing out to our coworkers and neighbors and friends and family? So, you know, the fruit of the spirit in Galatians five seventeen for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, they are in conflict with, with each other so, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Now, I'm going to read that again. The spirit and the flesh are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. So this brings me back to this message. I'm just going to bring it. I'm just going to, since we've, since I've talked about it, just because you're mad at somebody because Nancy or Sally Joe at church, you know, you feel like was gossiping in the bathroom about somebody and it's not okay to put on social media 
that, hey, you know, just because you're you're doing this, you're supposed to be a Christian, but now, you know, you're gossiping, go ahead and eat. Is that person any better than, than the one gossiping? No. No, like we have got to get ourselves in check. We have got to do self-check, just like a car. If you're doing that, your your engine light is on. Okay, you've got a, a light, you've got a service light coming on. You need to get yourself in check. You need to pray. You need to pray that the Holy Spirit reveal to you to, to let the fruits of the Spirit rise up because people, we are we are not, we don't know if we if tomorrow was promised. We are in our the last days. Like Jesus could split the sky at any time, at any time. And I don't want my family, not one, not one of my family members to not be able to go to eternity with me, especially for something that I did that might hurt, offend, or keep them from the house of God or from knowing God, from having a relationship. Self-control is so important because of that right there, because you need, if we can't control ourselves, you know, and not, you know, being still, being still is priceless. Being still and being silent sometimes is the best gift you can give anybody. But I just, I pray tonight. So the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so I just pray because here's, here's what uh, my study Bible says. To be led by the Spirit implies that we are allowing ourselves to be led. As we invite the Holy Spirit to direct us, He enables us to defeat the power of the flesh more and more so that we can walk in the way of freedom and righteousness. Oh, that is beautiful. I'm going to read it again. To be led by the Spirit, Spirit Spirit-led, implies that we are allowing ourselves to be led. That we're not letting the flesh win. Remember the Bible says in Galatians 5.17 that the spirit and flesh are in conflict with, with each other. Conflict. So you have that nudging. When, the, when you're being spirit-led, you have that nudging by the spirit. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't look that way. Don't glare. Don't do that. Stay off that. Don't respond. I'm telling you, because, because, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. You know, there's a time for everything. There's a time, you know, we're not here to be doormats. We're not here uh, to be walked on. But I'm going to tell you, when you are spirit-led, the spirit will, will tell you when. The spirit will tell you why, and the spirit will tell you how. Um, I just, I encourage you today, people, we have got to have, we've got to get ourselves in check. We've got to have self-control. We've got to be able to be a bigger person, anybody can slander somebody else. Anybody can, you know, <clears throat> anybody can batter back and forth with somebody, you know, but, but strength sometimes is self-control. It's able to being able to not respond, not react, being a bigger person so that your neighbor, your church member, your coworker, your family member can actually look at us and want what we have want the peace, want, want the righteousness that flows from that. And, and it even says that in the verse. So, um, I just, you know, self-control is such a, such, such a big deal. And, you know, 
every day, every day, every when we wake up, we have to exercise it. We have to pray. I mean, that is one thing, you know, we should be praying over ourselves that the flesh not win. God, don't let the flesh win today. Holy Spirit, rise up. Lord, order my steps today. Psalm 27, I'm sorry, Psalm 37, 23. God, order my steps today. Go before me and behind me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Help me with every decision, every everything I do. Give me the knowledge and wisdom I need right now today to focus, to complete my task, to communicate with others. Lord, lead me in the spirit how you would want me to act. Show me today, God. I pray that um, this message touches somebody. And I pray right now, we have to rise up as a body of Christ. We have to rise up. We are called to be spirit led. We are called. The fruits of the spirit are are not written in the Bible just to, to read. They're real. And if we exercise them and if we pray, oh, if we just pray, the Lord will help them rise up and they will defeat the fleshly desires. Man, I just pray that um, we're being good to it to one another, that we can reach just one. You just you don't know what lives you'll touch just by by being kind and reaching out for one to one person. I pray this has touched somebody today. God bless you all until we meet again. Bye bye.